This podcast was funded in part by the UK Arts Council. Welcome to In House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood, and today we are talking with Styx. Now, Styx is one of the in-house originals who was involved pretty much from the beginning when the label started in 2017 at HMP Elmsley. Styx, how are you doing today? You all right? He now works for the label in a freelance capacity on the outside. And in this episode of In-House the Podcast, we talk about lots of things, including the idea of prison being infectious, the use of music as a way to battle your demons, and creativity as a form of freedom. He's got a lot to say. He's incredibly articulate. Enjoy. My name's Sticks. I'm 33 years old. I started In-House, the second wave in Elmley, and I've been involved since both inside and outside. Originally... Uh, I was there on remand. How long did you do on remand? I was on remand for two and a half years. That is an insane amount of time. So how does that work? The court will tell you that it's literally for the logistics of court so that they can get you back and forth at court. And they either deem you a flight risk or they feel like, you know, that, I don't know, you could jeopardise a case in some sort of way. Do you know what I mean? Having to do it in being locked up for it doesn't seem that fair because at the end of the day your liberty is taken away the same as if you had been sentenced or convicted or as if you're already a criminal yeah yeah so before your conviction they're already holding you for i mean for two and a half years is crazy and then did you were you then convicted after that no right okay Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? I've been in prison at that time from 2005 to 2010, which when I was released. So I was young, I was like 18, and then I come out at 23. So being in prison all of that time, you know what I mean? I went through all that ups and downs, like, and growing up, and then kind of learning who I was, learning like, that I had choices in life that I could make. It was just a choice. So. Tell me when in that two and a half years then did you meet in-house and what difference did it make to your to your brain uh, when you were going through all of that? Uh, one of my co-defendants, one of my boys was on the first cohort of in-houses, so to speak. Right, so this is right back at the beginning of the record label and it didn't even have its name then, right? It was just a, it was a group of people making music with the idea that we should do something bigger with this yes 100% I was a bit sceptical at first be this big record label that people are talking about so then speaking to Jude and kind of seeing the bigger picture of it uh, made a lot more sense to me it didn't just seem like it was music to me it seemed like there was a bigger picture that people needed that I wanted to be kind of involved in that makes sense Okay, so for people listening who don't know who Jude is, Jude is the label boss, right? What do you... I mean, I suppose I want you to draw on your own experiences here, but also with the understanding that these workshops have been going on in lots of other prisons. 
what what do you think is that bigger thing you know and and why is it that music is the way to get there The word that you keep using is the word comfortable, right? That isn't an association that most people will make with prison. Yeah, you just become comfortable with it. Like, some people can be very uncomfortable with prison, but that's how you make it. But at the same time, I don't know how I was to explain the word comfortable. Like, when you're there, you're there. So then it's like your soul becomes your home. So that's your home. Your wing is your home. It's like your ends. It's your people on there are your neighbours they your friends they your family you, know, you understand like dinner lunch breakfast is like, provided for you regardless so that's cool innit like, you wouldn't be comfortable with that whether the food's nasty or not like we find ways to make it better you know like now you get into a routine of like every day being locked up at the same time every day coming out and doing works or doing education or you know like having gyms on certain days like every like getting into that routine becomes very comfortable and what you do in between that with the people you're you're sharing that with the good thing about prison is you know what day you start and what day you're going to come out so everything in between like you just got to do it you just got to make it you got to make it what it is and you got to utilise all of that time. Otherwise, it's going to be hot. You're just going to be sitting in that cell. Do you know what I mean? Constantly thinking, constantly questioning, just battling with what demons you've got. Yeah. And that's, that's like, you're going to do that anyway, regardless in prison. But to do that every day, that's, just, that's madness, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head there, really, of where I want to go with... You know what? What specifically can music do for you? I mean, you talk there about people facing their own demons. I mean, I think anybody that spends too much time on their own or in a confined space, uh, you know, is going to start challenging themselves in ways that perhaps they're not all that comfortable with. But music's quite unique, right? Uh, allowing you to do something with that. W- would you agree with that? Yeah. Like music is 
it takes you outside of the walls for a minute. Even though you're in them in them four walls or in that cell, it takes you outside of it. You walk through like you know the corridors like as an officer, you're just gonna hear music coming out of every window. And it's loud, and that's gonna be like morning, night, lunchtime, all day. Like imagine if we didn't have that in jail. Like this is how deep it is. You go to the block, they still give you a radio. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you go to segregation unit, yeah, the block, the sig, whatever they call it in certain other places, like you go down there and you've got nothing in there. Like you got no TV, you're a punishment. That means you ain't seeing nobody. You only come out yourself to make a phone call, which is that like every two days, and a shower, which is probably the same. But they will still give you a radio. Why? Because they know, like, like if you have music, you could kind of go mad. Right. If we didn't have music in the world, I, I think we'd be a lot worse than what we are. I think we'd all be bad. <laughs> I think we'd be certainly madder than we are, yeah, for sure. That's crazy <laughs> that in solitary that they give you a radio. I mean, some of those workshops, and I'm talking to HMP Lewis now, that I've been present at and that I've been kind of facilitating. And I'm imagining that you've had similar experiences, right? That there's a group of different guys who don't necessarily know each other that start off a little bit spiky. You know, and they've all got baggage. I mean, we've all got baggage. We're all dragging it into the room with us. But then, you know, 20 minutes into actually when you've got some kind of groove going on and, you know, and it's working and you're actually making, you know, what you would consider to be good music, it, it's transformative, right? I mean, you, you literally see people's spines straighten, their mood change, that dark cloud, you know, disappear from their, uh, their brain, even if it's just for 20 minutes, right? Like you get to be part of you get to be part of something I suppose do you know what I mean like I don't know how it was in Lewis but in Elmley like we had something to work towards so we had like a, we had a performance to work towards and we had our family and friends that were allowed to come in and watch that performance do you know what I mean so yeah being part of that and working towards that and then kind of seeing like for me seeing certain of the guys family members kind of just you know like proud of their you know how proud of their family member that they're watching be part of this performance whether they're playing instrument or they're singing song or rapping or whatever they're proud of it see that that that's something significant isn't it to perform in front of your people do you know what I mean that people's mom Right, so this is mums coming into prison and seeing their their child, or, you know, who may be a grown man, but performing. You know what I mean, and they're crying, and that could be, and that's not just like the mum, that could be somebody's partner as well, and they're just crying, like, like there's people that are proud, like they're clapping, they're jumping up, singing as well, like being part of it, like people are bringing in their kids as well to see them do something. Do you know what I mean? Like not. 
not just sit on that on that chair with with a coke and a, and a Mars bar in front of you and you know with a hundred other people around you in the same room that, that's it was a different it's a different type of visit isn't it it's a visit with where you get to you get to kind of show people what you've been doing or what what you have to offer the striking thing for me is that so many of the songs that people are performing whether that be you know actually sang or whether that be um, spoken word or rapped or whatever it's like it's a lot of it's quite autobiographical right so it will be talking about family situations maybe or talking about how they ended up inside you know so it, it, that seems to be make it extra poignant yeah it definitely does because Obviously, we know the restrictions that they that they have inside in terms of glorifying, glamorizing crime or you know criminal activities, etc. Like the government ain't gonna allow it. Nero's HMPS, whatever it's called. You so, mean you mean the lyrical content of the music? Lyrical content of the music. So obviously, everyone has to be very creative in that sense, but still kind of get their story across and still not it's not vulgar. It's not. Do you know what I mean? It's very creative. Being able to do that, like the lyrics, and a lot of it is obviously just talking about ourselves. Who else we going to talk about? We're going to talk those and you know our, our problems or our issues or you know things we've done or things we want to do or do you know what I mean? So I'm curious. Did your family come in to see you during these performances? Yeah, I know. I had friends come and see me. I had a few friends come. Okay, but but not your not your mum or your siblings. No, 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 no. Unfortunately, my mum passed away like quite a while ago. But yeah, not one of my siblings. Okay, sorry to hear that. Yeah, sorry. So, if um, if you were able to have a chat with the eighteen-year-old sticks. What would you talk to him about? I mean, whether that's music or life stuff or, or whatever. Do you know what it is, like? I don't like that question because I, me and, like, where I'm at in my mind and whatever, just spiritually, etc., whatever you want to say, I want to say it, like, what I believe, like, and even all of that stuff, when you check it, I wouldn't go back and say nothing to myself. That's just me being honest. Okay. That's a valid that's, answer, though. Nah, that's I'll be so honest. I stay away from myself. I won't go anywhere near you. I just let me do what I was doing. That's, that's the beauty of life. Life's about the journey, and it's just about what you do in that. So, whatever my 18 year old self was doing, I believe I was meant to be doing to get me to where I am now. So, I won't go and change nothing. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't say to him anything. I would just let him do what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm ashamed of certain stuff I've done. I'm not gonna sit here and say I haven't. I'm not. Like I'm, like I'm unrepentant. Like I repent. I've sinned. I've done things that are wrong. I'm whatever in the past, past, and whatever life I was living. But I believe, like, I believe it was written. That makes sense. Like I'm a God-fearing person, so I believe that was written. I believe it's meant to happen. I believe. Everything, you know, like it's a cliche to say, but everything happens for a reason. But that reason will be revealed, if that makes sense. And my reason, like, is is coming. 
I believe it's coming. So tell me about the uh, the future for Sticks then. Um, well, I'm always going to be creating it. I'm a creative man. That's that's me. That's what I was. I believe I was putting this out to do to create, design, to just give people give people like good stuff. So I'm always going to be involved in music. Whether that's recording as an artist, I can always do that. Never give it up. Started my own company, which is called Concreate, which is like a creative agency. Obviously, I'm the sole person at the moment, but the idea is that kind of like an agency now that can create content for brands and marketing and yeah, group of creators that are cons. But it's not about that, it's about the work, it's about what we produce. So I have a few clients, but it all kind of just ties into what. I do. It's just always, always been in me to do stuff like this. Do you know what I mean, why not make it my bread and butter? You're saying you are a creative. It's what you've been put on earth to do. You know, you've always done stuff like this. I, I really empathize with that you know i feel the same it's like i have to i have to be making stuff i have to be working on these little projects you know all big projects but i'm just wondering for that argument that you sometimes hear on the outside um about projects like in-house right which is essentially uh people that are in prison shouldn't be having music workshops they shouldn't be having um music lessons or having fun with musical instruments you know they're not there for that um what, what what's your thoughts about that what what would your answer be to somebody holding that opinion how can you be saying that like all right cool i get it you meant to be in prison to be punished but the punishment alone is prison that like, i've lost i've lost my liberty yeah that is it so what other punishment I'm meant to get now what not a better life I'm meant to be punished by now not being able to educate myself how I want to educate myself like you talk about rehabilitation I hate the word rehabilitation because it's not about rehabilitation it's just about repurposing in it like that's it like everybody has skills in life they've just not been purposed in the right way let's just transfer them now, my skills if I am X, Y and Z are not going to change if you just make me sit in a cell and do fuck all, I'm going to sit there and make sure that my skills in X, Y, and Z get better so I don't end up back in prison. Add to that, I'm learning from other criminals that are around me that are feeling exactly the same. There's no inspiration in that place, then is there? There's no positive vibes in there. It's just, it's just dark. It's just dead. You're just sending people there to die and sending people there just to come back to prison and just repeat life. Like, no, that is the business of prison that we all know it to be. But if you want a better life for people outside of prison and you want to have less, like we say, in-house, less victims of crime, you know, better communities and safer communities and shit like that, then you need to give people stuff to do. You need to show them another easy way. So for people that are saying... People in prison shouldn't do anything. We're going there to better ourselves or develop more schools. We're going there to help other people. There's some people that go in-house just to help other people. They don't even go there for themselves. 
How about that? So all you lot sitting at home, sitting there talking about, oh, you shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that. Come up with a better idea that what we should do that's going to make safer communities and people less victims of crime. Because you ain't giving us no other option. You're just telling us, nah, fuck it, don't do nothing. So all right, cool, you're going to get the same fucking results. Excuse my language. Really, really good to talk to you. Uh, good luck with um, absolutely everything, and uh, we'll catch up again soon, I hope. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Sticks. That's it. Take it easy. Bye. To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records.